0: Hey guys, what's going on? Controversial video coming to you today in the latest news, which is making like a million different headlines, and I don't really know why. I guess like Star Wars is sort of dry at the moment, but like <laughs> all these different articles are basically talking about the same exact thing. And it's really nothing new. It's just uh, a celebrity says it. When a celebrity says it, then I guess it makes the rounds. Simon Pegg, Star Wars fandom is the most toxic. toxic at the moment, and it's really sad. Simon Pegg has become a franchise master in recent years, having appeared in the lines of Star Trek and Star Wars Mission Impossible Doctor Who. During a recent appearance on Sirius XM's Jim and Sam radio show, Pegg was asked what franchise has the hardest fans to please. It didn't take long for the actor to deliver his answer, Star Wars. To be honest, and as someone who kind of was, you know, kicked off about the prequels when they came out, the Star Wars fanbase really seems to be the most kind of toxic at the moment. Peg said, I'm probably being very controversial to say that. I don't think he's being controversial to say that. I you know I really hate the word toxic. I it's it's such a word that's thrown around so easily nowadays and I'm frankly quite tired of it. It's like if you disagree with anything someone has to say or they have something negative to say about something in the sense that they just didn't like it even if they're being respectful about it, then that's deemed as toxic. Now, of course, don't get me wrong, there are actual things that can be toxic, such as racism, bullying the actors, which you have seen countless times with the prequels, with the sequels, not so much the originals. And it's never okay when, you know, fans people do that, you know, fans are not. But I will agree with him, the hardest fans to please are definitely Star Wars fans. We are by far and large the most difficult fans to please. Having been a little kid during the prequels and a teenager during the prequels, I gotta say, I remember what it was like when the prequels came out, and I was defending them like crazy, like you wouldn't imagine. Now, this was before I had my channel, and before YouTube even existed, of course. So, you know, whether it was in person, at school, uh, where I was defending the prequels, defending Hayden Christensen when I was, like, a little kid, or it was, uh, you know, on the Star Wars forums online that I was a member of, of many different ones, that I was always noticing and seeing, you know, how people were really pissed off with the sequels, and a lot of them really didn't like it, but at the same time, millions and millions did. Now before I get to the rest of this article and, uh, you know, we're gonna discuss a lot more here, I gotta say, this is probably a really important video and topic to make, so if you're joining me today, thank you so much, and I hope you guys are having a great day. Now, I do believe Star Wars fans are the hardest to please simply for one reason. Not because they're toxic, but because they're passionate about Star Wars. There's a reason that we're like this. It's because we're very in love with this franchise that George created. Star Wars, unlike many other franchises, is almost, dare I say, like a religion. And I think that's why it's taken so seriously when now the writers that Disney hires don't get things right, you know, and whatever right is in your mind is different to the next person. And again, that doesn't excuse people for being racist or toxic in the actual toxic sense. Of being mean and rude and bullying and as we see Simon Pegg even admits that he was one of those that was against the prequels and as we'll read further he was actually bullying Jar Jar Binks, until he realized that, of course, there's a person behind there. There's Ahmed Best. Peg noted that he himself was once a toxic Star Wars fan as he contributed to the backlash against Jar Jar Binks actor Ahmed Best, when Star Wars The Phantom Menace opened in theaters. Peg has previously said he is ashamed for contributing to the backlash. Controversy around Jar Jar Binks led Best to consider ending his own life. And we learned this only recently, just a few years ago, when Ahmed came out and actually said, What all of that did to him, back then in the early 2000s and of course 1999 when it came out. I've apologized for the things I said about you know Jar Jar Binks Peg told the podcast hosts because of course there was a effing actor involved. He was getting a lot of flack and it was a human being and because it got a lot of hate he suffered you know and I feel terrible about being a part of that. So obviously is great character development for him as a human being you know you realize that your past actions definitely don't reflect on who you are today as a person and you know this is what makes Anakin's arc so special is that you know he started as a a, a brilliant bright kind-hearted man boy and you know turned into a villain evil person and then redeemed himself in the end and kind of abolished all of the things that he did in his past because of his new self but for some reason today a lot of us aren't able to actually see when people can move forwards and change who they have become and you see it online all the time that's the point of life is to evolve to change to move to look at your past self and be like well i don't really agree with the things i said or did then and change and move forwards several star wars actors have been victims of online harassment the article says because of toxic fans in recent years i wouldn't even say those are toxic fans i would just say those are bullies those are bullies those are you know Racist people like like you can't really even throw that in in the toxic definition I feel like that's like beyond toxic my definition of toxic is being like oh You didn't like the sequels you suck you don't know Star Wars or oh you like the prequels You don't know what's you don't know what acting is you like clunky dialogue That's kind of like my perception of what toxic is. It's like gatekeeping sort of thing but kind of what's going on Beyond that, when you bully the actors, like Jake Lloyd, for example, that's just... you're just being an asshole. Kelly Marie Tran had to leave social media after the release of Star Wars The Last Jedi because the harassment was so bad. John Boyega has spoken openly about the racism he experienced for being a black lead in Star Wars. Moses Ingram just dealt with racist Star Wars fans due to her role in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Ahmed Best, Jake Lloyd... Hayden Christensen, Daisy Ridley, and the list goes on. Now say what you want about their characters that were written, but you know the actors are just human beings, they're just people doing their job. Now, if they're kind of shitty people, well, okay, hey, you can judge them on that. But if you just don't like their character, you you can't go attack the person behind it that's just reading the lines that some Hollywood hire wrote up, you know, because Disney paid them millions of dollars. For Peg, Star Trek fandom is the exact opposite of Star Wars fandom. And this is what led me to make this video, actually, one one of the driving parts. I find the Star Trek fans have always been very, very inclusive. You know, Star Trek's about diversity. It has been since 1996. It always was. I don't think Star Trek is solely about diversity. I think it's more about the voyage into space, into the unknown, and discovering new frontiers. Now, whether that may be new life, new beings, new races, and alien species, great whether that be a planet or some other sort of phenomenon cool but I would argue that we have seen more aliens in Star Wars that we had than we have in Star Trek and this is not supposed to be like a Star Wars is better than Star Trek because I grew up on Star Trek too I used to watch it with my dad all the time and it's a beautiful show it's super relaxing it's fun but for me Star Wars just stuck more I was just more interested in that there's no sort of like, oh, you're suddenly being woke, Peg added. No, Star Trek was woke from the beginning, you know. This is massively progressive. Well, Star Trek isn't owned by Disney. Star Wars, suddenly there's there's a bit more diversity and everyone's kicking off about it. And it's really, really sad. You know, I really don't know where this guy is getting his information from. But it's things like this that are said and then blown up at all of these articles being posted around that make Star Wars fans... All Star Wars fans just look like shit, and it's really not accurate, because there is a small minority, a very a very loud small minority of racist people. That doesn't mean that all Star Wars fans are like that. From my experience of, you know, the, the channel which has quite a few subscribers, uh, primarily Star Wars fans, I would imagine. I believe my data is quite accurate when I say that what I've seen online regarding Star Wars fans is that they are probably the most inclusive people in the world. And again, we are not talking about the small, loud, racist minority. We are talking about the majority of Star Wars fans that fill the theaters, that fill Star Wars celebration, that, you know, come to the live streams at the watch parties and all of the majority and I'd say 95% are really nice, beautiful comments about Star Wars. I've never seen diversity being an issue in Star Wars at all. I mean, George had Lando Calrissian in the 80s. He had May Swindu in the prequels as... Arguably the most powerful Jedi in the Jedi freaking council There are more alien species than human species in Star Wars of of, of people So it's it's a being so I mean it, to say that Star Wars is now people are whining because there's diversity It's like you know he's, he's acting like Star Wars is just basically a whole bunch of the same Ethnicity of people running around and it's really not the case It's always been very diverse and George has always made it that way I think the issue that people have with the whole diversity thing is not diversity in itself And again, we're not talking about racist people they got their own issues I don't think the issue is the color of people's skin that play the characters But rather the characters themselves and how they were written or rather poorly written You know you don't see anyone complaining about Rosario Dawson playing Ahsoka I've never seen someone complain about Lando Calrissian, Billy D. Williams. Has anyone ever said anything about Samuel L. Jackson playing Mace Windu? No. So, I think we need to stop focusing on this very small, loud, racist minority of people who call themselves Star Wars fans, and so perhaps the problem isn't that Star Wars fans are toxic, or they're the hardest to please, perhaps it's just that they want good Star Wars. Perhaps they just are really passionate about this franchise, and they hold it really close to their hearts, because it's obviously touched them in a certain way that allows them to feel so emotionally about this story. Because if they didn't care, then obviously Star Wars would be the least toxic fandom in the world they would be the easiest to please because it's like well whatever who cares but no you know it's like that's like saying every parent is really protective over their child well yeah obviously they're gonna be protective over their child they care about their child more than themselves most likely at least most parents and so that's how a lot of us see star wars as we see it not as just you know another show to watch on a saturday night that comes out or something you know but it's 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 No, this is more like our child, this is like our kid, this is our safe haven, it's our safe place, safe space, if you want to call it that, for a lot of people. There are a lot of people in the world who have a lot of issues, a lot of mental issues, and they don't perhaps have the best circumstances in life, and for whatever reason, Star Wars is their safe place, it's their place of escape. And if you don't give them that realm where they can escape to with these characters that they have loved for so many years then you're kind of destroying that only bit of sanctuary that they have that sanctum that they care about that they can go to and that's why it is so important because it's just such a fundamental pillar in their psyche in their overall psychological security so yes i do believe with a franchise that has some of the most passionate people in the world you're definitely going to get people who are (laughs) entitled and a little bit over the top about their opinions on things. I mean, hell, I know I've definitely been emotional about things. That doesn't ever excuse anyone to bully the actors. That doesn't ever excuse anyone to gatekeep Star Wars. But to go ahead and just make a blanket statement like Star Wars fans are toxic and that they don't like diversity and all that is really just incorrect. From what I've seen, Star Wars fans are some of the most loving and caring people on the face of this planet. But anyways, let me know what you guys think. Do you think Star Wars fans are the hardest to please? I would agree that we are, for sure. But I wouldn't go ahead and say that we're the most toxic. I'd say we're the most passionate with some people who just don't really know how to handle that passion in a eloquent or non gatekeepy way and the ones who are racist and toxic in that sense Well, they're not really Star Wars fans in my mind, and I don't imagine them as being part of the equation anyways So but I'd love to know what you guys think What do you think is maybe the second most passionate fandom in the world or the second most? uh, Difficult fandom to please in the world is it Lord of the Rings is it perhaps Marvel? Uh, Is it uh, DC fans? I mean who knows, but I will say one thing I'd say probably the happiest fandom in the world is probably Cobra Kai fans. They're pretty cool. Subscribe to my Cobra Kai channel called Cobra Kai Theory on YouTube. And of course, subscribe here if you're new. I'll see you guys in the next video. Until then, remember, Force will be with you. Always.